Hello and a big welcome to the aid station and a really exciting and interesting one we have today. I'm going to start it once I've made the introduction with a little bit of a geography lesson because I had to go and be certain of where we were going today. We're going to Saipan in the northern Mariana Islands. Absolutely beautiful when I looked at it uh, on Mr. Google. And we're meeting Robin Sapong and Robin wears many hats. He's the General Secretary of the Northern Marianas Athletics. He's the president of Oceana Athletics Association, and he also sits on the World Athletics Council. Busy man, Robin. Wonderful to meet you. Thanks for making the time. A warm thank you very much. And Chris, thank you so much for reaching out to in the middle of the Pacific or on the map, just a dot. But we are here existing here in the Northern Marianas. Thank you. Yeah, a, a beautiful looking dot. G give us a little bit of a geography lesson. You said in the middle of the Pacific, but give people a bit of a sense of if they were to get on a plane, where would they fly from? How long would it take them? And tell us a little bit about your beautiful country. Well, yeah, this uh, Northern Marianas. And um, actually, one famous thing that you might actually heard of was is the Marianas Trench, which yeah. is the deepest part of the world. That's where we are. So um, the Marianas Trench is in the Northern Marianas Islands. And we're just four hours um, south of um, Japan if, by flight or north of uh, Australia towards the north. So normally what I tell people is between Japan and Hawaii. Uh, that's where we had, uh, you know, right above the equator uh, where we had in the Northern Marianas. Uh, we are part of the Micronesian island region. So in the Pacific, you have the uh, Polynesia, Melanesia, and Micronesia. So Northern Marianas is actually within the Micronesian uh, island chains. Wonderful. Well, th thanks for the geography lesson. And, and let's move on to a, a Robin lesson. I'd, I'd love to hear about you and your background, uh, some of the things we were chatting about before we recorded. You, you've got a wonderful story to tell. Give us a little, a little insight of your background, please, Robin. Okay, sure. Thank you uh, again, Chris. Um, yeah, so I'm actually uh, an island boy. Uh, originally from the island of Chuk, which is a uh, state within the further state of Micronesia. Uh, the, uh, I come, you know, growing up grassroots uh, in track and field, you know, running barefoot all over the islands. And, you know, we don't have access to the state of the art uh, technology, but we, we love, I, I love running. Uh, I do most of the road running events from a mile to 10K, uh, whether no stopwatch or whatever, we just run because uh, you need to run to go to school, right? Because, you know, we don't have school buses, so my wife just run. So that's where I, I grew up. And then, you know, later on, I end up moving to Northern Marianas um, after going to college. And uh, I wanted to compete in the islands. Um, you know, I did two games, our regional games, which is called the, the Micronesian Games. Uh, but as thing goes around, the, when things are changes, you need to be a passport holder of those con the country, right? And because I still carrying a, uh, a passport from my uh, island, which is, I mean, my country, which is first stage of Micronesia, I couldn't compete on behalf of the Northern Marianas. And I, I kind of feel bad at first, but one of my mentors goes, so what are you going to do about it? You're just going to walk away from the sport? So you know, I start like helping out. And the person approached me goes, uh, we need your energy uh, to handle um, the general secretary and treasurer position. So since 2002, uh, I've been a, uh, a volunteer general secretary for, it used to be, we were known as Northern Marianas Track and Field Federation, right? But it was kind of different acronym and as things evolve, we change it to Northern Marianas Athletics, um, the way we are uh, about 2008. Uh, then moving forward, you know, I was invited to a 
a general congress uh, in the ocean athletics uh, to represent my island. Uh, and it's an interesting story. I was there actually to lobby on behalf of our former president to run for as an area rep. Uh, but things turned out, all the island group uh, decided to uh, elect me to be the island rep for back then Micronesia. So that's how I, I began on the council member. And from then on, uh, things cannot change um, where, you know, I've been active on the Oceanic Council uh, since then. Then 2019, uh, that's where our former uh, president, now uh, vice president of the World Athletics, uh, Jeff, uh, got elected in Doha. Uh -huh. And then there was a vacancy available on the, on the Oceanic Council at that time. Then, you know, just as good flow, I wasn't interested in running as, and I was uh, working full time uh, as a head of security um, in a hotel chain. So, you know, most of the time I worked 24 hours, you know, not 24 hours, but um, when everything happened, I need to be there. Like yeah. when people are holidays, I'm not a holiday because I, I need to take care of the people. That was, that's also my, my role is actually take care of our guests, of our people. Uh, then, you know, somehow I cannot sit down and when things are changing, I'm like, you know, I asked my federation goes, I think we should try. And how it goes, because we're, uh, Northern Myers Island is one of the only islands in this region that we're not part of the Olympic. So I don't have the Olympic um, National Committee like the rest of the region. Um, and I use that as a strength, because, you know, I always use that strength because we it give us more opportunity to be flexible. Yeah. Find different resources, because I'm not tied up to one company that they tie in the sponsorship or a marketing brand for example, right? And that's can actually, I use that as a way actually to strengthen that to help us get support from the local government and the local partners are keeping forward. No, no restriction, meaning I can negotiate the actual event on our terms. And then there is no need to be you know, involved with your national Olympic committee because they don't have the, the brand or all in rights of the event. So that's yeah. kind of where we had. So eventually I, put my hand in, I got nominated screen through World Athletics, but the next thing you know, we all know what happened, the pandemic struck, and then we're not able to travel or not, so my election was actually done via a Zoom session. It was, the, it was the first one ever that, you know, I, I got elected through um, nice. social, you know, this platform, and, uh, you know, that time we were wondering we're going to get collection all over the islands, because I happened to be on the 20 members under Ocean Athletics and three associate members. And the time zone between from the Eastern part of the Pacific to the Western side is just mass, nothing but ocean. Yeah. You might be able to get on a train, but no, yes, travel by hours. Actually, if I were to say to visit my areas, take me at least two to three days to get there where am I at? Uh, by the time I reach there, I might encounter a tropical storm or cyclone for that matter, and things get delayed, but that's us in the Pacific. Uh, we're used to adapt to the changes, uh, you know, because we don't have uh, much direction to go to, but travel and finding resources that might be available for us, uh, you know, to ensure that we keep moving around. So that's right. in a brief summary where we're at. And uh, yeah. yeah, so actually interesting. I just noticed the calendar. I got elected 2019 of December 16. And today is actually so. Today is December 16th. Yeah, it's actually 16th. Wow, so, in wow, two that's... years as a, an Oceania a president, and I really thank the my member federations because 
without the support of my member federations uh, and my council members, really uh, the challenges could be more uh, uh, heavier than I, you know, it is. But there's a lot of challenges, but we find uh, solutions because at the end of the day, it's a moving sport and it's keep evolving. Um, and if we don't take care of our sport uh, or ourselves for that matter, you know, somebody's gonna come and lead, uh, tell us what to do. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's a wow. very short what, brief of- um, What a great my, story. What a great story. Thanks for, for sharing that. And yeah, like you say, this collaboration is one of the yep. keys that, that has come out of here. And and we were talking before of m m many hours on Zoom, watching uh, w watching other people's faces across the world and, and, yes. and having conversations. Yes. So, so tell us, I mean, busy times, you've just come off your, your regional council, you're on a World Athletics Council this week. What, what are some of the things you're working with? What's the COVID situation like there in the middle of the Pacific? Um, and, you know, you're busy working on, on a regional games, which is coming up, I think, yep. next year, you said. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, just actually in, in two days' time, I'm hosting our end of the year Island Relay. And uh, most events locally have been canceled because we, there's a church in our community uh, but the vaccination rate is high. So looking at the circumstances and of course, uh, adopting and borrowing some of the uh, first aid information that we've been going through the webinar about risk and assessment, um, I'm able to actually put in a uh, protocol uh, using raised roster entries, right? Mm -hmm. And that way I could limit the number of entries. So people are like, are we really going to have an event this Saturday? Because yes, live, but with social distancing, you know, there won't be no awards going on, but just ensure that the people enjoy the atmosphere. Uh, it'll be a, a half marathon race uh, with relay. Uh, each person take a mile throughout from the southern part of the island to the most beautiful side of the island, which is the north. Wow, uh, how so far is that, Robin? It's about 13 miles. So okay. that, the island itself in Saipan is about within 30 miles long. So yeah. within two hours, you can actually go from North to south, North to south. east to west, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it doesn't take the whole uh, day to go around the island. Um, yeah. And yeah, with the challenges, uh, you know, when we had our events, um, let's kind of get back to pre-Tokyo uh, because we were supposed to have our Oceania Championship going on. Now with 20 countries, try to, you know, bring them to different areas. It's just difficult because more border, borders were uh, being closed, mm -hmm. right? And uh, it was just very difficult to, uh, post on uh, put on events, uh, but what we find is some local events where we can do mass participation on your own, whether it be a 5k uh, run, uh, 10k. Uh, and luckily, myself in 2022, when our um, half marathon and marathon marathon, uh, which is our annual big event, got um, uh, you know kind of call off, uh, we actually did a women's uh, only 10k. Mm -hmm. uh, so what we did, we have, we limit the entries to 100 people, only females, right? But the men can support via virtual. Nice. And just to ensure that, you know, you still, so we open up to virtual where people can run a different, uh, and then for the people not able to run a 5K, 10K, we did a, actually a combination of um, team. So that wow. way though, they could be like a team and just finish up the results. So it turned out well. Uh, I was very surprised because again, at that time, our COVID numbers were pretty much low, and we went we went ahead with it. Uh, but of course, we always have to respect the local uh, authorities when they give out protocols. So uh, it's been a very challenging summer when we can't travel to our big events. 
Yeah. Uh, we normally host our big events throughout the region. So mm-hmm. we do like a, a sub-regional event like Polynesia. Then we move to a Melanesian one and a Micronesian regional one under the, the Oceania banner. And of mm-hmm. course, we have our Oceania Championship. So for the past two years, we were not we have not able to, to host a um, Oceania Championship. But prior to Tokyo, actually, something came out from that. We used to call a, a cup, an Oceania Cup. Mm-hmm. So we had some athletes trying to get qualified ranking to Tokyo mm-hmm. uh, from the island and, of course, our major uh, big countries, which is Australia and New Zealand. So our creative team, along with the local organizers, uh, they were able to put like a camp uh, where we were able to, you know, uh, get a pre-meet prior to going to um, the Tokyo 2020. Mm-hmm. And so what happened with the small islands, we, we combined like an island teams for some of the islands were there. So competing with um, New Zealand, Australia. Then it was difficult for the under 18 team to travel to Nairobi from Australia and New Zealand. So I think they were able to put actually the under 18 with uh, the meet. So that way they can compete along with the senior athletes and get some experience. Because at the end of the day, we need to retain that group uh, of our runners. moving forward but yeah, build, building um, for the future right yes that's yes, one of yeah, the challenges yes, yep, potentially is yep. you know, we, we're going to see this knock on in a few years time where that younger younger group hasn't ha- had the opportunity to get involved yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh. yeah so i guess locally with with my events is uh, to host a track and field full-blown it's a bit difficult because we still have to go the better check and all that and and our facilities actually we just came out from two back-to-back super typhoons in wow. 20, yep, 2015, a big one. Yes. And then later on, another one. And it wiped out our, we had our track reservers in 2017. Uh, a few months later, just wiped out. So uh, despite where we at, uh, there's a lot of challenges, but uh, we're up to the challenge that we can bring it on. Because, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we just have to be resilient. Uh, yeah. You just can't keep waiting, waiting for something to happen. And I, I was um, during my initial meeting with the staff in Monaco when I was invited to a staff meeting. Uh, I always say this: uh, it's a, a saying from our uh, people in Micronesia and uh, mostly our mature people. Is uh, I always tell stories: what is the difference between an eel and a sea cucumber? Right? You see them on the beach, right? So, in that perspective, the eel is there. And the sea cucumber. Sea cucumber just stay along the sand, like feather in the sand. Whenever the current goes this way, follows, right? Mm-hmm. The north or south, right? And it's just following the wind and the flow, I mean, the wave. But an eel doesn't matter during storm, right? During calm, they need to go and search for food, mm-hmm. right? Or to go out there. So I always tell people, because what do you want to be? Do you want to be a, a sea cucumber or an eel? Right, so there's both positive uh, way, but because right? right. you have to be out. No matter what the storm is, right, you need to go and find to survive, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that's something I always put myself because you know it's uh, passed on from my forefathers. I'm like, I just have to go with it. Um, and yeah, this is this island area is actually made of uh, a a group of uh, knowledgeable uh, navigators, uh, and even I'm not worthy to talk about them. Uh, it's a navigating society that they just use the, the wave, um, the star, 
yes. as the guideline in this region. Um, so we're blessed that our the ancestors among this were actually um, passed on the knowledge through different, um, they call them clans yeah. uh, or schools of uh, navigating. Um, and like I might, we myself, I might be- about yeah. that, weren't we, before we came on air that, you know, in, 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 in this part of the world broadly and, you know, me sitting in, in Asia and, and, and up where yeah. you are, it's, it's just wonderful to see so much of that ancient culture is still ingrained yeah. In, yeah. in society. It's, uh, it's incredible. Robin, as always, time flies on these things, and 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 I would love to to get a sense of something inspirational. I, I mean, you're an inspirational man. You're showing great leadership across the region, um, bringing people, you know, the value of people being active and healthy. You must have seen so many m many inspiring things in your time. Is, is there a particular story that you'd like to leave the viewers with for a couple of minutes that would inspire them, please? Well, I would actually say three and more than event. Uh, when we start our first uh, set by marathon with our partners, you know, I normally offer technical support uh, for the marathon. And actually, when we started the set by marathon, it was in my garage. Uh, me and my wife would <laughs> put all the beep numbers and all everything back then because we don't have the technology, right? So yeah. it'd be like, you know, two o'clock in the morning, the marathon, we have to go early because the humid here. Uh, it's not one of the friendliest ones, but you get used to it. So yeah. um, as we go along the following year, we had a, a group of a family that actually joined. And um, this gentleman, uh, he wanted to, to compete the marathon with his kids. And as you know, some marathon, they have cutoff time, they have age limit, right? And that time when we were starting, we, we overlooked that part that there was no cutoff time. Um, you know, we'll be out there to like eight hours and 55 minutes waiting for the last runner. Mm -hmm. With all the crews, they want to make sure because you want to enjoy your marathon and then I want to finish it up. So, yeah, these gentlemen actually came here uh, from Japan and I wanted his wish was to run a marathon with his family, a daughter and a son. And when we were there, we heard there was still a, a, a group of athletes out there. So we sent our crew, can we go find out, you know, who are these runners? Because, you know, um, we don't have the technology that we can track, you know, runners where they at. Back then, we just used stopwatch, you know, we don't have the photo finish back then, our, our race mats, which is when we started it. And, you know, we had our support of our um, local police officers and EMS, and they tracked them. So it was very nice when they see they actually score them to the finish line, right? And we never knew that that was the wish wow. until a few days later. Um, that in the middle of the night, he was taken to the hospital, right? Yeah, um, and then actually uh, bring back to Japan. And when he wake up, he didn't know that he finished the marathon with wow. the kids. Wow. Yeah, so whenever I said a story, this kind of you touchy because it's part of human when you, you didn't know that you can inspire somebody just to bring on a marathon. Yeah. And uh, that's why actually I do what I do because yeah. the human feeling when you, reach out and make difference in people's lives, completing a marathon and whatnot. So, yeah, um, not, you know, it's very interesting when you try to help people the way you can, just finishing an event. And 
and should they accomplish it? So here I oh, am. That's an amazing yeah. story. I, wow, what a yeah. great story. Thank you for sharing that. Robin, one, wonderful to catch up. So many, so many great stories there. Congrats <laughs> on, on all that you're achieving. And uh, hopefully one day I'll come. We spoke that uh, I love scuba diving and it's a beautiful area and, uh, and, and, and come and visit you one day. But uh, yeah, for the time being, thank you so much. All the best for the rest of the year. And uh, we we'll look forward to being in touch. Yes, Chris, thank you so much for having us. And we look forward to um, the meeting in, in face-to-face somewhere out there. Thank you. Sounds great. Take care, Robin. Thanks very yeah, much. Thanks. Thank you.